Matt and I are back with another Mock Draft Monday for you guys on this action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcasting Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here, as always, with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane, and you can find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes to the channel and gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode and if you're listening on apple or spotify please leave us a review on there really means a lot to us and guess what after you do that join us on the subtext platform and send us a screenshot of your rating and review on apple and or spotify and you'll gain a chance to join our coveted listener league for this upcoming season and guys real quick today's episode is brought to you by fanduel Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. And guys, we are back on Mondays. We will be doing Mondays from now until the season starts with mock drafts for you guys. And today we are breaking down a a mock draft Matt did. And Matt, I'm going to let you take it from there, brother. Yeah, buddy. Um, by the way, next week we go back to five days. Yes, so yes. We're with you Monday through Friday, every single day of the week, providing you with the best fantasy baseball knowledge out there. So please tune in. And without further ado, let's talk about my mock draft. So I drafted out of the 12th spot in a, tw- in a 12-man league. Um, and pretty much what, what, what it was was it was, I had a hard time developing a strategy for this because essentially, no matter how I did this, I just wasn't liking my team, the flow, you know, our normal draft strategy, things like that, because it was really hard. I'm going to be honest, like the normal usual suspects that I would like to grab like a top end outfielder at the top of the draft wasn't there at pick 12. And it, and honestly, to walk away with Jordan, which was like a, like somebody I kept trying to work into my rankings was just not feeling right for me. And ultimately what I decided to do, because I kept like wanting to draft, I kept drafting um, this person, Trey Turner uh, on my team, but then feeling like I'm missing out on other talent down the, down the stretch with not with picking Jordan. And I'm having to feel a little bit more obligated to do so uh, drafting other players, essentially. And let me pull up my team. I can kind of give you a little rundown of what that roster looks like and then kind of break it down from there. We're going to spend the first 10 minutes talking about this. Then Dom's going to give you a little bit of insight. And then last part, um, you know, we'll go in and we'll kind of just like rip apart my team and like what parts we liked, what parts we didn't. So let's guys, let's guys, I'll tell you this now. Just Matt, Matt's team sucks. <laughs> nah, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm, jo- I'm just busting his chops. Thanks, bro. It's all good. <laughs> ah, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, no, I love so, you, brother. I love you, too. But you suck. Um, <laughs> All right. So essentially, my first two picks were were interesting. So like obviously I went Trey Turner, and then I ended up getting Matt Olson. 
Okay, I like that best out of like the 19 mock drafts I've did, I've done out of the 12 spot. Um, and again, I kept trying to work in Jordan. I even had on sometimes like Juan Soto would fall to me in certain drafts, but like the team just didn't construct perfectly every single which way. And I feel like this is the best route. Um, not that I would pass on Juan Soto, but it's just a little bit harder to configure the team when by picking Trey Turner and Matt Olson at the top, it gave me more positional freedom now that I've locked up my first baseman and my shortstop. And from there, I ended up going from, from Matt Olson. My next pick was Ellie De La Cruz and Mike Trout. So I was able to go in then and scoop up my first outfielder and pick up my third baseman. So now my first, my first third and short are covered. I got stolen bases pretty much on lock. I got power 100% on lock. And yeah, I took a, a little bit riskier pick in Mike Trout. Uh, you know, just based off of, you know, his injury history over the last two seasons or three seasons. But ultimately, like, you got to look at him and treat him just like you treat Aaron, um, uh, sorry, Aaron Judge. And, you know, when they're healthy or even though that that small amount of time they play, those 400 at bat seems to be the magic number for the two of them, 400 and change, they're going to be the most efficient for your team and put up just as many stats as players that played 500 got 536 at bats right so ultimately i feel like i walked away with a great talent this and you just got to pray that when he gets hurt is more towards the earlier in the season and he's there for the playoffs that is the only risky risky spot about taking mike trout and aaron judge at that point but except i had i got to take mike trout in the fourth round essentially so i feel a little bit better about that yeah, can I ask there. you a quick question, brother? Mm-hmm. I, I just want to ask you a question about drafting from the 12 hole because, you know, that's what this mock draft is kind of demonstrating yeah. here. Do, do you like the double tap? You know, I, I know some people kind of get intimidated by the double tap. You know, I know I know some people love it. I happen to love it. I just wanted to your think get your thoughts on it as you were drafting this team. So, like, this year I don't like it. I'm going to be completely honest. It, it's, a, it's a lot harder than normal, and I'm usually pretty good at double tapping. Um, what it does is it pretty much just forces you to take the guys that you want to take. And this year, just based off of one, the pitching cluster in the sixth round makes it really tough. The outfield cluster pretty much in the fourth round, um, especially when you're picking out of the 12th round, uh, the 12th pick, there's a little bit of clusters of outfielders in the third and fourth, because that's when you're going to really pick your picks in advance. And the sixth round with the pitching, it makes it very challenging for you to kind of construct the team if you don't pick the right two right like first two three picks because then your team construction gets really wonky so if you end up with the 12 spot like you really need to be careful and really be methodical and have backup plan after backup plan like this is probably the 19th draft i've done out of the 12 hole where i actually felt like i have somewhat of a good team and i don't even like this roster fully and i'm you know we'll talk about it at the end when we're breaking apart my team in the third segment but let me just burn through this because we're going to get yeah, through yeah. this um, you know, after, after that, you know, I picked, I went up, wind up going Freddie Peralta and Josh Lowe, Josh Lowe. I liked, he really solidified, you know, more Love of a consist- yeah, consistency. Somebody that's going to stay healthy, batting average, stolen bases, a, like a decent amount of how I think he's going to hit about 25 home runs. I feel like he was like the baseline of it. You know, that was going to really bring my outfield home. Then I went, you know, Freddie Peralta got my first pitcher, um, you know, and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, he's my number 11 pitcher. I'm pretty happy walking away with him. And then, you know, that's one way to start it. Then I was able to come back and I was able to go and get Jesus Lazardo. And I was like, yo, like, okay, now I'm liking my, my, my rotation. I got my, 
a top 12 arm and I got, you know, my top 20 arm in Jesus Lazard. He's my 17th. So I'm pretty happy, especially with that. My my strikeouts are going to be there. The whip might be a little bit of the part that we're going to struggle with those two, you know. But ultimately, I feel like I got a nice start to my rotation. Then I scooped up Nick Castellanos. And I was like, man, I just locked down my outfield. My outfield is looking actually pretty tight. I like the the one, two, three punch with those three. And, you know, you'll see my te- you can see my team's team construction up on the board. And I feel like, OK, I did a pretty good job constructing it. Now, the only thing I needed to do then was get a second baseman. Right. So then in that I, I actually did that. In my next double tap. Right. I got scooped up Sonny Gray which boom, rounded out with a more consistency in both ERA and whip and still provided case. And then was able to then go and round out my, my infield with Zach Geloff. And I feel like, okay, boom, I just added a little bit more punch to my, my roster really boasted up the home runs and boom, I think like, okay, cool. I really rounded out that team. So now I really started to get a little bit more heavy. I was like, okay, I need to scoop up, um, a little bit more steals. Cause I feel like that was the one part that I'm pretty much lacking in. Um, that would, would have put me over the, the edge and I need another pitcher. So I scooped up Cole Reagans and TJ Friedel. And I was like, yo, boom, Friedel stolen bases. Boom. Got a little bit more, you know, K's in my roster post, possibly even a stud pitcher getting Cole Reagans and the, essentially the, the 11th, I feel like was a steal. I don't think I'm going to be able to get him this cheap in a month. Yeah, I, I think he's going to move up too. I, I yep. just think, I think everyone in the industry loves him so much. He's just going to move up. Way too much. So let me let me power through this. Then I ended up scooping up Kenley Jansen and James Outman, rounded out my UT, and also picked up my first closer. Then went into you know bolster up my my rotation. I got Bailey over, and I was like, yo, let me just get this closer before nobody else is there. And that was Jose Leclerc. Then I then I finished up my roster real quick. I'm just going to read it off. Uh, Nestor Cortez, Jonah Heim, Jackson Holiday, 100% going to make the roster and be a stud this year. Taj Mahal, Bradley. Jared Kalenic, Logan Allen, and Clayton Kershaw was my last pick that isn't on here. Stash and then pick somebody off the waiver wire. And now you add in Kershaw into this lineup come, you know, June or pretty much after the All-Star break and have fun playing my rotation. Even if Reagan's busts, I can easily slide in Kershaw uh, come that time. And then I'm, I'm you're going to have a tough time facing me come playoffs. But with that being said, guys, we're going to we're going to come back here. But we got one. Well, uh, we got, we got we got an ad for you <laughs> guys get your get started on your resolutions with factor so you're ready for the new year factors ready to eat meal delivery takes out the stress of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year skip the grocery stores prep work and cooking fatigue instead get chef crafted dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week including options like keto calorie smart vegan and veggie plus more over 55 weekly add-ons you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions stress less over meal times in the new year factors no prep no mess meals free up time otherwise spend shopping cooking cleaning up we all know how that is right no more wasting any of that time not only does factor offer fast simple solutions when i'm too busy to cook they also help me stay on top of my goals with offerings like 
protein plus and keto i can stay on track this is definitely going to come in handy in the new year especially when you're trying to stay more fit head to factormeals.com slash locked on mlb 50 and use the code locked on mlb 50 to get 50 percent off guys that's right 50 percent off when you use the code locked on mlb 50 at factormeals.com slash locked on mlb 50 and once again you get 50 percent off with that guys And guys, real quick, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And guys, lastly, but you know, this most importantly, and it really means a lot to Matt and I, if you take the time and you know, Matt and I, we're officially introducing the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast Diamond Club on Subtext, your ultimate fantasy baseball companion. Dive into the offseason with Matt and I as we provide our tiered rankings with over a hundred outfielders and starting pitchers. We have prospect insights, sleepers, breakouts, busts, and we're giving out personalized draft grades. If you guys are doing mock drafts, a real drafts, anything that you need a, a greater opinion on, make sure you get us on that. If you got, once again, you got those burning questions, we got the answers as the season unfolds. Rely on us for dynamic content. Get real time alerts right to your phone, including waiver wire rankings, instant call up alerts, injury reactions, and a whole lot more. Stay ahead of your fantasy league by joining the Diamond Club on Subtext, where the path to victories begins. Subscribe now and elevate your fantasy baseball experience with Matt and I. All right, that is a lot here. Um, Matt, any last thoughts here or anything um, that you want to add before I hop in and give my opinion of your draft? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, this, for me at least, I feel is the most challenging. And I really recommend, you know, really anticipating the double tap at the end. You're not going to start off, but like, better yet, I haven't done out of the first spot. I tend to pretty much feel it's a cheat code. But I think after doing the 12th spot, I feel like the double tap needs to be really evaluated to see what's going to be the best path to greatness um and what's the most efficient way to draft your lineup but ultimately i feel that you can build a good team you're just going to have to really really be methodical in thinking about it and again have your backups and know who you're comfortable with because that's what you're going to have to do but uh dom now give me your opinion tell me what you do different and you know i'll chime in and see if i have to defend myself at all uh yeah 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 um so but before i actually jump dive into your team i do want to say one thing at the about the double tap if you're drafting from the 12 spot because you know that's kind of what we're getting into here when you're drafting from the 12 spot if you have your you if you know one of the guys that you want to pick and you let's say you have a minute to pick still spend that whole minute thinking about the second guy you want to pick and that's one really big thing that I wanted to say about uh, drafting from the 12 hole. But you know what? Um, we're going to hop right in and uh, kind of going to break down what I think of Matt's team here. Uh, overall, if I had to give it a grade, you know, if we're, if we're doing our, our, our grading system, I'm going to go with a strong B. 
I, I like it. I, I, I love the Matt Olsen, a Trey Turner, one-two punch. You kind of get a little bit of everything with the both of both of them. I think the Matt Olsen batting average, you know, going up is a real thing. I, st- I think he's a legitimate 260 hitter with the amazing power, great counting stats. Trey Turner, what we saw in the second half is, is the real Trey Turner. So I think he's going to have a monster season. So you kind of get the best of both both worlds there uh i love ellie de la cruz in the third round i am taking him in the third round everywhere i can get him i, I know it's such like a, a, a scratch off but even if ellie is 75 percent of the guy that we think he's going to be i think we you walk away very very happy uh then mike trout this is kind of where i i look at my rankings and yeah mike trout is is the pick there uh, i i just I, I don't know how much we can rely on Mike Trout, but it, it's it's hard to it's hard to not want to take him, especially with the great price on him. Uh, so now this is kind of where we get into you know you're starting pitching a little bit here, and I, I really want to take a look at this rotation and kind of you know analyze it. I love Freddie Peralta. I think Freddie Peralta is absolutely amazing, uh, but. It, it, and I and I have him ranked high too. I have him as my as my twelfth uh, starting pitcher, I believe. I moved Fre- actually. I moved Freddie Peralta down to fourteenth because that's the thing. I actually don't like him as a one, and I actually wanted to make sure my rankings reflected that. Um, he, he, all the upside in the world, honestly, could be a top ten starting pitcher this year if he really figured his at figures it out. He's still young enough to the way I talk about his last. I think it was eleven starts last year. He was absolutely dominant. The ERA was crazy. Nobody could hit him. Monster strikeout totals. I think he can stretch it out for a whole season. I, I have faith in him. But see, this is where I would have liked the second starting pitcher to have maybe been a little bit more safer. Where Jesus Lazardo is 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 another guy. He reminds me of Freddie Peralta, just maybe a little bit less talented than Freddie Peralta. But uh, Hazel Cesardo is such a, a scratch off because he did give us, you know, pretty much the full season last year and the ERA was kind of high, uh, kind of faltered a couple spots throughout the season. So I, I would have liked to short him up with somebody a little bit more safer. This is where I go to my starting pitching tiers. Who do I have in that tier with Lazardo? Uh, I have maybe somebody like a, a Framber Valdez or um, who else do I have right near him that's a little bit more safer? Even maybe a Joe Musgrove. Just somebody that's good that I know I know what I'm gonna get with them. And even if he go a little bit higher and, and if he got the we're able to snag a, a Logan Webb who may not have been there at the time you picked, just told just throwing out names of, of what I would have maybe done differently there. Uh, if I was taking that, I would have liked a, a, a little bit more sure starting pitcher two to go with the Freddie Peralta. Um, oh, let's go. Let's keep things pushing here. You, you really, you really just did a good job filling out this this roster. I think you got a great deal on Josh Lowe and Castellanos. I think they were both bargains, two um, top thirty outfielders in a twelve man league to, to finish out your your outfielders. I think that's very good. Kind of shored up a little bit of the question marks there with Trout. We know uh, Castellanos stays fairly healthy. Josh Lowe has you know shown health so far in his career as well. Uh, and then you move into the rest of this rotation. Sonny Gray was the rotation stabilizer here. I know I've been throwing out that term a lot. If you guys have been listening, love the Sonny Gray pick. Uh, love the Cole Reagan's upside too. But then as we kind of go down, I, I love Bailey Ober. I, I'm a big Bailey Ober guy. I think he's going to be fantastic. I, I hope Nestor can ba- bounce back. You, you get the Taj Bradley and um, the Logan Allen, I, I think he kind of went risky there. I think maybe on that bench, uh, you know, I do like the Kershaw pick. You throw him on the IL and he can come back and be, you know, fantastic. But maybe instead of Logan Allen and Taj Bradley, you change out one of those guys for, um, as I scroll down my rankings here, let's see who somebody I have in that range is. 
uh, maybe like even like a Seth Lugo type. Uh, just somebody who you know we kind you kind of know what you're gonna get. I'm trying to find somebody else here that um kind of suits that bill. A U Darvish type. Not that I like U Darvish this year. Somebody who I'm kind of lower on, but that type of guy. Um, a Merrill Kelly. Just a guy that you know is when you kind of know what you're gonna get. It's not such a a, a huge lottery ticket, especially in a 12 man league. You're not really gonna find those guys everywhere. Um, but you know what, real quick, uh, as before we dive into the rest of, uh, the, what I think of Matt's lineup here, we have one more quick ad for you guys. Happy Super Bowl bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel American number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the, uh, the best seats on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways you can end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl um, 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet uh, with a first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up today. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, uh, the official uh, sportsbook of the NFL. All right. Thank you, guys. So we are in the last bit of this. A lot less talking and stuff that has nothing to do with fantasy baseball. We're in the last turn of this. Dom, finish up, and then I'm going to go over where my mistakes were, in my opinion, how I would have approved on it, and then based off of my improvements, then you can kind of give me a grade if so on and so forth happens. Yeah, of course. The last only thing I think I really didn't hit on is your utility hitters. I'm a big James Outman guy. I love James Outman. I just hope the Dodgers don't Dodger him. And uh, if, you, if you're not, if you're new here, if you're not familiar with the Dodgers, they like to kind of like baby guys. Don't let them just, you know, go through the slumps and play every day. I could see Outman getting kind of platooned maybe, but I, I, I just let him play every day, and he'll be. I think he'll be fine. TJ Friedel is somebody I still want to deep dive on. As I was, you know, you know, I was me and Matt talk every day. We're best friends, uh, and I see the TJ Friedel pick. Somebody not that we haven't really talked about in depth. So I was kind of like, I was like, let me deep dive on him a little bit. You know, eighteen homers, twenty seven steals last year. The counting stats were were okay. Kind of really just depends where he's going to hit in this red Reds lineup. Uh, he's pretty quick, you know, pretty fast guy. So I think the steals are legit. Uh, the the power it doesn't really show a lot of you know um power statistics. Never really has been a big power guy, so I don't think there's room to grow in the power department. I think he kind of stays put, maybe even regresses a little bit there. So a 15 home run, 30 steal season from you know utility bat is not bad at all. With a uh, nice batting the, average. Yes, that you literally see we're all, we're all, we're in sync because I was gonna just bring up that you know all his uh, underlying stats show that he's actually pretty good for batting average too. So I think he can get anywhere from two seventy five to. 285. I think that's going to be easy for a guy like Friedel, prime of his career, 28 years old, in that Reds lineup. That's going to be extra juicy. So TJ Friedel is a guy that I might have to move up in some of my rankings as well. But Matt, with that being said, you know, you kind of wanted to jump in here, talk about, oh, by the way, uh, I, Jonah Heim didn't really talk about the catcher. I, I'm not a huge Jonah Heim guy. I know Matt loves him. It's a great lineup. I, I probably, I might've went other ways there, but once again, strong B for you, Matt here. I really like the team. What would you have maybe done differently? And what would you suggest to all of our, you know, um, listeners if they're drafting from the 12 hole? 
So there was like maybe like two things I probably would have changed. One, I missed out on Blake Snell. Um, I did not see that Blake Snell was still available when I picked Peralta. That would have been my pick. See, we all we're not perfect. We're still I'm still getting back in the in in the roles here. So if I would have swapped out Blake Snell for Freddie Peralta, followed it up with Jesus Lazardo, I think I would have had a better better rotation just right off the bat, right that, especially since Blake Snell is excuse me, my number five pitcher right all right there. So I would have been much happier with that pick. And then you know, you look at it and you go, my other one that I'm really not really thrilled about is honestly just, um, you know, more of the end of my bench where you were commenting the the, the Taj Mahal and the Logan Allen. The problem is yeah. that guys that are around, available around that time are not my favorite. So, like, oh, these, of are course, the two, of course. these are my two guys that I'm like, okay, these are my lottery picks. I like Logan Allen. I actually think he's going to be fine. Uh, but, you know, the Taj Mahal, I'm just a big fan of the talent. I want to see if it translates. If it doesn't, after two starts, he's off my lineup. That's the bottom of my bench. Like, I really don't oh, yeah, care at this point. So, like, at the end of my draft, and this is just a draft philosophy of Dom and I, we take our scratch offs. So, he's one of my scratch offs. Uh, you know, honestly, and also in a league that I would have been in, would have had deeper benches. And, unfortunately, yeah, I probably yeah. would have had to draft quite a few more scratch offs in order to round up this rotation. As a whole, this team, if I would have pretty much had Blake Snell and, you know, maybe waited to draft Jackson Holiday and picked a pitcher there where I did draft Holiday. Let's see who was available. Let's see real, real quick. Real quick, while you're looking, Matt, I'm actually going to mm-hmm. say that I love Jackson. I love the Jackson Holiday pick. I, I, that's one I didn't comment on. I would I would keep that exactly the same. The thing with Jackson Holiday is it was soon as uh, I, I will, you know, I'll talk about something we haven't talked about. Colt Keith of the Detroit Tigers, third baseman, just signed a big extension with them. Uh, so that pretty much is locking him up for opening day because, you know, teams get compensation as far as money and draft picks. Now, if you have a guy that's up on opening day, I believe he has to be on the three major or the two major top prospect lists and he has to be on the roster all season. So a guy like Colt Keith, I could see the same thing happen with Jackson Holiday. Baltimore gives him a nice little five, six year deal, you know, some big money for him. And then he's there opening day. Bang. You just got a guy, you know, whatever pick you did, I would say somewhere maybe like 200 or 150 in that 150, 200 range. That's going to jump up inside the top 100 and you're going to have to take him as your starting shortstop. Just got that guy on your bench. So if you're drafting this time of year, get all the Jackson Holiday you can. Right. Like Cole Keith, like when I, when we play our real drafts, like I like an eight team bench, like, like an yeah. eight bench and like Cole Keith probably is my last pick of the draft. One, like yeah, we're yeah. probably one of the few people on it. Well, we'll two, talk about him at a later date. Yeah. Plus also too, like you got to factor in like, okay, he's a real scratch off. Cause you really don't know how many innings he's going to pitch. I think maxi pitches one twenty, And that's if we even scratch that, like it might be more like a 96 inning season where like he gets shut down from like pretty much June to like, August. no, um, uh, Cole Keith. So oh, like Cole the third baseman from Detroit. Oh my God. I'm out of it. Well, yeah. The, that's why I thought you were talking about Taj there for a second. No. Um, who's the, uh, who's the, the pitcher from Detroit that just got the money? Uh, Scooble. Never mind. I'm out of it. <laughs> Never mind. We're going to go. We're going to just keep moving on. Just erase that. You know, like the judge says, uh, you cannot use this evidence anyway. Yeah, I think you got mixed up because we were talking about Taj, yeah. and yeah, it's it's yeah. all good, brother. But uh, yeah, to- towards the let, let's let's try to put a bow on things here. Uh, I I do like the team a lot. It's a solid strategy. Um, 
not 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 too many big changes as you said maybe like you know we kind of really went through all the changes on this team i like where you're at um i i did i actually did a draft from the 12 spot the other day that i liked you know that we were kind of talking about maybe next week we'll kind of throw that one up there and we'll kind of see the differences and the different options but i also do want to say that we kind of want to go we do want to go through drafting from each different spot and kind of breaking down for you guys uh you know what we would do different what players were targeting but right now if you are drafting this early first of all you're like matt and myself you're just one of those fantasy baseball addicts which i know most of you guys out there are but five Follow a strategy like this. Get your get your values on the Jackson holidays, and uh, I think Josh Lowe is a great deal in this draft. Bailey Ober is somebody that I absolutely love. Just you know, stay locked in with the, locked on with us here. Join us on the subtext platform. You know, you're getting updates right to your cell phone there. You get all the you know prospect uh, as soon as they get called up. You know, in season, off season, we're gonna have bust a lot of deep stuff for you. Our rankings are, are out already, tiered uh, in every position. You know, multiple multiple tiers any burning questions on your mind ask us uh so we got all of that for you over on subtext and you know what guys comment on youtube let us know what you guys think about this draft you know let us know what you would have done differently uh if you like the team or anything like that we'd love to go back and forth with you guys you know if you got any specific questions for matt about why he did what he did you know shoot shoot us a message on youtube join us on subtext where we get back to even 10 times faster as well but matt before we head out here um anything else brother Oh, no. Um, just be aware of the double tap of the 12. I am actually excited to go do a first, a number one pick overall. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll review that in a couple weeks. But uh, with that being said, Dom, take it away, man. Take it, get us out of here. Yeah, guys, that's all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, uh, like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. You know, thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Shout out to our everydayers and our new listeners. You guys, you know, get us to where we are. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure you're locked on for a new episode coming up probably tomorrow. Not 100% sure what we're doing there yet. But once again, once we're back to five days a week, next week, we're going to have that very routine schedule for you guys. And we're going to bring you right into, you know, draft day and make sure you guys are ready. But guys, until next time. See you. Peace.